This is a Fubar Radio podcast. Visit fubarradio.com for more details. Mark Dolan eats the news on Fubar Radio. Hello, they call me Mark Dolan, and this is Mark Dolan eats the news. Let's get cracking. My car's on a meter. And speaking of cars, Vauxhall are considering recalling up to a million Safira models as they have a glitch that may cause them to catch fire. Many Safira owners are keeping their vehicles in the hope that happens. The president of China has arrived for a state visit to the UK. There are concerns about the ethics of kowtowing to an undemocratic evil regime with scant regard for human rights. The Chinese president said Britain's not that bad. Mr Cameron has been in negotiations with the Chinese with a menu of concessions he requires from them, including cleaning up their human rights, agreements on low CO2 emissions and a scaling back of nuclear proliferation. Mr Cameron tried to make these requests in Chinese, but in the end he just asked for a number three, a 17 and a 48. Oscar Pistorius has left prison a day earlier than expected. Great news for his former cellmate, who can now go for a piss in the middle of the night with the door closed. Canada has elected a young, handsome, athletic prime minister called Justin Trudeau. He's now being described as the sexiest politician on the planet. Which makes you think, perhaps David Cameron's U-turn on child tax credits would be easier to take if he was more fuckable. It's been reported that Britain's jailbirds have been getting high on drugs smuggled in books of all things. Now I've got to say that does not surprise me. I read Dan Brown's Da Vinci Code and my body was lifeless for three days. The Star Wars trailer is out and it's incredible. The special effects are amazing. It really looks like Harrison Ford's leg is being broken by a falling piece of set. It's quite extraordinary. Disney have promised that they have not altered the tone of the franchise since they bought Lucasfilms for $4 billion in 2012. Although in the latest offering, there are two songs by Tim Rice, Han Solo is played by a parrot, and Darth Vader has larger, cuter eyes. It's been revealed this week that ticketing companies have not been playing by the rules and ripping off their customers. No kidding, really? In other surprising news, Victoria Beckham is a bit skinny and George Osborne has a face you'd like to slap. This is Mark Dolan Eats the News and with me in the studio to help consume and masticate over the news are the comedians Nick Dixon and Wendy Wason. Welcome to the show. Hello, thank you for having me. Well, welcome to the radio, the internet. It's Fubar Radio, the UK's largest online radio station. Don't get a nosebleed. Ooh. It's exciting, isn't it? It's don't get a nosebleed, the, the catchphrase. Yes, it is. <laughs> and uh, we've had that catchphrase in uh, committee for several weeks now, and I don't think it's right yet. I like it. I like it. <laughs> um, it's fantastic to have you both here. And we'll start with one of the uh, quite remarkable uh, news stories of the week, um, which is a possible legal action that could be taken uh, for people who go onto a website like Amazon or TripAdvisor and make a fake review. Um, those particular platforms are now working hard to weed out people who are either 
mates of a of an author of a crap book that they're saying is a five star, or people who perhaps are running a rival hotel who give their their uh, their rivals a one star review. So it's serious stuff. Now, as comedians, reviews that's a kind of tender area anyway, isn't it? It's a tender subject. I don't know. I can have, I don't write shows for reviewers. I write review like I write shows for audiences so I, I kind of like that's well, unusual that's a bit quirky isn't when, it Nick yeah. have you ever paid anyone for a the review? have you paid anyone for a good review can you imagine I, 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 nervous <laughs> laughter <laughs> yeah that was suspicious I like it I, I, I always say that's that the main part thing. of my budget when I go to Edinburgh yeah, yeah, yeah. two or three two grand, grand just for yeah fake reviews it's a shocker because I kind of like I get excited about trying to get the full set of like stars one through five I'd love to do that. I've only I've only managed to get to a four star one. I uh, I am basically paying the school fees of the comedy editor of the Scotsman. <laughs> I mean that's that's the extent to which bribery is. No, the funny thing is that um, the very I, handsome I, Mark Dolan. That's how all your reviews start. Correct, correct. <laughs> Here's the thing. I mean, I wonder whether what we've got here is this new era of social media and the fact that. You know, the process of reviewing is more democratic now, isn't it? In, yeah. the, in the old days, you know, a restaurant would be reviewed by some bloke from the Evening Standard or the Times or whatever, whereas now you just go to an app that will give you honest customer reviews, and it's the same with TripAdvisor for hotels. Oh, like Trip, oh, TripAdvisor for restaurants and all that. And restaurants, and those things. Are, but I wonder whether what we've got here is the kind of teething problems of these new platforms whereby... The trust is now in question. Uh, hitherto, you just assume that these are all honest reviews, yeah. and now they've got to kind of get their house in order. So now you have to review the reviewers before you actually take on board what they've said. I'd like to see an Edinburgh show that does review reviews. There well, is, I think I, there is one. I have seen that, yes. Have you? I have seen that. I think there was some sort of spoof thing that was created was a like couple of years one. ago. <laughs> I mean, look, the bottom line is it, it's, it's good news that we have that sort of democratic thing now where if you go and choose a hotel... For example, TripAdvisor, I think, is amazing because... They've got too much power, Mark. My parents... Sorry to cut you off on your own show. My parents it. have a hotel and restaurant, and TripAdvisor, you just need one idiot who is just an obvious idiot who just give you a bad review, and then people believe it. Really? But actually, there's no sort of, there's no factoring in, what if this guy's just an idiot and wrong? And he gives you one star review, that's it. But isn't the point of reviews, and by the way, isn't it the same for comedians at the Edinburgh Festival and elsewhere, which is what you look for is the kind of trend of reviews. So if somebody at the Edinburgh Fringe gets uh, three four-star reviews and a one-star, yeah. you know that that's yeah. just a grumpy review. There's or always it's a that one-star. If you go on Amazon, right, which is about, your, there's always that one-star. If you notice this, they'll be like, four stars, five stars, amazing product, changed my life. There's always one guy, one-star, product didn't arrive. Yeah, that's <laughs> not a review of the product. Correct. You've reviewed an experience in your own life. You may as well say... Went to the Rolling Stones concert. There was traffic. One star. That's not a review. I'm, I'm so angry about it. I just, I'm shocked how angry I am. But do you, do you, see, do you know that thing? You know I what do. I do. About? And it's it's um it's a pain in the bum. And I suppose this is the downside of all of this freedom of people expressing their opinion. This era of interactivity we're in is that we have to listen to a lot of idiots whose opinion is not worth hearing at all. Did somebody not review Auschwitz and see. That it was a really disappointing experience. I mean, someone went on TripAdvisor. Is that right? Yeah. What, because there was no cafe? I can't I think maybe that was. Yeah? <laughs> we couldn't know. find it. <laughs> How about that? Well, I like the fact that I'm that's thinking of lots thing. of jokes and not saying any of them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is Fubar. You've it's got to say all of them. Say them all. Um, but 3.25 to leave bogus feedback. I'd do that. It's an amazing business because, of course, that's the nature of the story. Amazon are to sue more than a 1,000 fake reviewers who charge exactly that, £3.25, uh, to leave bogus feedback. Um, a massive lawsuit. Uh, they want them to... That's not bad income, though, to, is it? Well, no, it's quite remarkable. How many reviews do you reckon you could write a day, Nick? 
A lot, because I live in a studio flat on my own, so I could literally do it all day. I'm actually thinking about it now. <laughs> and while we're deploring the story, I'm going, hang on, this is a serious alternative for you, Nick. So what, an Edinburgh show costs about eight and a half grand. How many reviews would you have to write? Gosh, yeah. I mean... M- more than 20. <laughs> thousands and thousands. And you'd have a house full of filler shaves and awful other you know waffle lines and other such devices that you get so much using. power in the comedy world like certain websites that already exist you'd have a massive amount of power if you if you could write reviews wouldn't you what what do you think is preferable though um because in the good old days there was a an individual at each newspaper who would be in charge of you know you'd have a technology editor a, yeah. the, a theater editor That's a comedy, right where there's one person and of course in america this is uh, amazing how in the past an individual for example the entertainment writer at the uh, la times who could make your career by writing a good review about a, a concert you've just performed mm-hmm. and or in New York on Broadway where a bad review and, and the show closes after a week. Now, that year is clearly gone, but what, what's better, an individual and their opinion or the public? I quite thought, I mean, I like someone who's interested in um, the art, but I find quite often I, I do enjoy reading reviews for other people's shows because um, sometimes you get a reviewer for like a little-known publication who's clearly almost auditioning for a job at The Guardian mm. by writing, you know, unlike other comedians, and referencing comics that they've already seen to show their vast comedy knowledge rather than just go, I didn't like it, was shit. Well, that's the big problem, is that a lot of people go and see shows or review products so that they, they can get a freebie. And the problem, especially on something like Amazon, is that if a pro- company sends you their products and then you review it you feel compromised you can't give it one because you've, they've just sent you a little present basically or you'll yeah. get into hot water over that with them I've, I've got young you've, your, do your kids watch YouTubers? a little bit yes which so is a worry it is a worry but the YouTubers do all these sort of what I'd call pointless challenges but my kids think it's highly entertaining and they'll like eat cinnamon and then they'll film themselves eating cinnamon and then hundreds of yes. other YouTubers do it and you're, you're <sighs> literally going Jesus Christ but um, Oreo that's so awful sent out uh,